This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, I'm along with Aaron Rennick talking some NFL football this week. And ER, let's get right into it. And uh, boy, it's, uh, you know, got some interesting games uh, this week. But we'll start off with the Miami Dolphins. And the big story there is well, after they uh, totally botched the two uh, situation, they are going to uh, be more than precautionary. Uh, with the uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater gets tackled, he's out. And so Thompson came in, did okay. Um, against the Jets, it was more of the defensive issues uh, with the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins go back home to South Florida. Vikings uh, make the trip down there. Vikings were fortunate to win after being up 21-3 to uh, in the game against uh, Chicago. Needed a late fourth quarter touchdown to win that one. Uh, Miami three and a half at home here against the visiting Vikings. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. Um, and you know Miami, the the quarterback situation. I was actually a little bit surprised. I thought uh, Bridgewater would be available for this game. It doesn't sound like he he will be or he'll be back up for this game. But you know the landscape is going to change now uh, for quarterbacks in the NFL, uh, perhaps even the college level. Any kind of concussion. I mean. Hard to expect those guys to play uh, the next week. I mean, it, it, it's strange to me. Bridgewater supposedly wasn't even, <laughs> you know, he they said he didn't have a concussion, but he's he's already been declared out for this game, and he's going through concussion protocol. So uh, very strange stuff, and you better have, you know, your third and your fourth string quarterback uh, ready to go in the NFL at this stage, uh, the way it's set up. But uh, you're right. Uh, so it will be the backup, the uh, uh, the rookie starter here uh, for Miami. You're right, he, he, he looked better than I thought, kind of thrown to the Wolves last week uh, against the Jets. Obviously, he did make some mistakes, had the big fumble uh, turned into a quick touchdown uh, for the Jets. But that game was really closer than, you know, what was the 43-19, to whatever the, the final score mm-hmm. uh, indicated. Miami... Uh, you know, you look at the numbers, you look at the stats in that game. But, you know, the big thing here for Miami is uh, they do get a week uh, to prepare, obviously, for this game for uh, that rookie quarterback. Uh, obviously, with the head coach for Miami coming over uh, from San Francisco, known for the run game, and they're known for the yak, you know, the yards after the catch. So, uh, you know, they don't have to throw deep. They can kind of set up this offense uh, to get some quick hitters and turn into – uh, some big offense, which I think will benefit everybody uh, in this one. So this is still a Miami team that's, you know, very strong, expected to be a playoff caliber, uh, a team that beat the Buffalo Bills <laughs> earlier this season. Uh, not a lot of teams are going to be able to uh, say that. And I think this defense will 
uh, play a little bit better. They get the uh, they're expected to get the cornerback back uh, this week. Meanwhile, Minnesota is still not sold. Uh, especially from a defensive standpoint uh, on this team. I mean, you know, had every chance to put the Saints away two weeks ago. Really couldn't. Uh, right. Last week had every chance to put the Bears away. Could not do that either. So uh, this team has some deficiencies uh, from a defensive standpoint. Offensively should be fine, but, you know, they've had episodes as well uh, with Cousins. So I'm going to take the home underdog. I'm going to take the three and a half. Yeah, uh, the Vikings don't really handle in-game prosperity very well. I mean, they love it to come down uh, to they the do. wire. And you know, one of the one of the transitions uh, from uh, from Flores uh, uh, to the the new offensive coach. I mean, the 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 um the Dolphins are 29th in points allowed, and that just didn't happen no. uh, with with Flores. I mean, they were they're really good now. Part of what made them so good is that they could man up on the outside. You talk about getting one of those cornerbacks back, right. but su- surprise! It was kind of it was it been so consistent that they and even the first game against New England that it's a, a bit of a surprise uh, how bad they've been on that side of the ball. Well, I think they overachieved. You know, a lot of it was turnovers to a certain degree, but you know they they create a lot of havoc. I mean, they pressured the quarterback. Um, so yeah, I think the regime, you know, missing floors. I, I certainly think. Uh, that has hurt them to a degree. No, no question. All right, let's get to uh, the next game. And, boy, you talk about uh, really inflating some numbers and looking at this number. Big point spread uh, as Tampa Bay goes to Pittsburgh. Goes to Pittsburgh, and Tampa Bay was winning comfortably. And, well, Atlanta gave them a little bit of a scare. They backdoored it. Atlanta, the only undefeated ATS team uh, in the NFL. But, ER, you want to focus here on the total of 43-and-a-half with the Steelers and the Bucks. Uh Yeah, I'm going to go uh, over the total here, try to be a little bit proactive. I mean, I, I can't remember playing too many overs with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the last couple uh, of years. Um, you know, it's just not a bet that I look for. Obviously, I'm very strong on defense. Uh, but, you know, remember, they're missing T.J. Watt. Uh, you know, to me, you know, you look at the quarterback play and then you want to um, also kind of look at, you know, how uh, teams get to the quarterback. You know, the defensive pressure uh, that that, that the, the, they create in Pittsburgh. Without T.J. Watt, they really drop off uh, a ton uh, in that department. So, um, you know, that's kind of key, obviously, when you're playing the Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, uh, that will line offensive line, et cetera. You know, you go to the first two games uh, of the season for Tampa Bay, just dead unders. Obviously, they played a uh, 19-3 game against Dallas. Uh, Prescott gets hurt for the Cowboys. That Cowboys defense, I mean, didn't really expect them to be as good as they've shown uh, so far, and Tampa Bay had some offensive line issues. Had that low-scoring game against the Saints uh, as well. But, you know, things have kind of changed. And, you know, Tampa Bay was so banged up uh, at the wide receiver position. But all of a sudden, you know, Tom Brady can't help but being Tom Brady. They want to come out, play with a lot of pace, throw the football a ton. He's got his weapons back. Uh, so that's what you're seeing, you know, the last couple of games here uh, against Pittsburgh and um, even last week. Um, for Tampa Bay with kind of the change from the first two games uh, of the year. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh, you know, Kenny Pickett's not afraid. They're going to come out. They're going to be aggressive. And, you know, from a a defensive standpoint, um, you know, how teams kind of defend them, 
you know, Pickett could be good for the offense. He could be good for the defense. He's going to make some mistakes. He's going to throw some pick sixes, etc. I think he's going to probably perform a little bit better uh, here uh, at home. Uh, get that crowd behind him. Boy, that first game against the Jets, uh, the crowd really kind of lit up and, and wanted to see him. But he's going to throw it up, let his wide receivers uh, make some plays and, and give you a chance to score. So this is a low total. Uh, they only need to put uh, a few touchdowns on the board. Going to have a great chance to win this game over the top. I, I love the angle you are. And, uh, there's no doubt. I mean, you can't have a bigger transition as far as letting the ball go, making things happen, and making mistakes. Right. And that's what Pickett's doing. Pickett is getting rid of the ball. Trubisky would hold it, hold it. And you wonder about a guy like Trubisky who's on his last leg as far as opportunities. Dude, go out and I mean, just yeah. just let it go. I mean, you got you you're not in a position to play safe. You don't have a strong hand as far as opportunity. And what that happens there is so Trubisky's safe. He holds, 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 and then they punt. A picket's not a punt guy. No. I mean, they are going to make plays and he's going to make mistakes. Now, he's got four interceptions, no TDs, but long term it's going to be good. But um, no, I, I I like that angle a lot as far as letting it go and um a bit you know, big transition as far as an under sort of quarterback in an over quarterback in Pickett. He's gonna he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna take his lumps as just about every uh, single rookie quarterback has done, especially with this offensive line uh, in their limited uh, roster right now. Last pick, another total. You're looking at Giants in Baltimore. How are the Giants? Uh, how are they four and one? But they are. <laughs> they are seventeen three down in London. You were catching plus seventeen in game. They come back and win it outright. Knock back, knock out a lot of people uh, in survivor pools, money line, money line parlays, uh, the whole shebang there. Uh, Giants at Baltimore, and then the Ravens kind of keeping teams hanging around as well. Looked like they kept Cincinnati in there, and they fell below the number. Uh, but you want to look at the total also in this Giants-Ravens uh, game. Yeah, I'm going to go over the total. I mean, um, it, it, a lot of it is coaching here with the New York Giants. Uh, you know, they've come in, and obviously they get the offensive coordinator from uh, Buffalo Dable. Uh, Dable he, he's done a great job with what he's had to work with here uh, for the Giants. I mean, he gives Jones uh, an opportunity to make some plays, puts him in a lot of play action. Um you know, Barkley has obviously broken out. Still doesn't have a lot to work with at the wide receiver position. But, you know, these guys that are out, you know, they they weren't doing a lot for the Giants to begin with. I mean, they're I think they have the highest uh, payroll for wide receivers uh, in the NFL, which is kind of shocking. But, you know, Galladay is Shepard's out for the season. Just weren't going to give them a ton uh, to begin with. So they've kind of figured it out uh, and, and uh, you know, they put up a lot of points against this supposedly vaunted Green Bay Packer defense uh, last week, so they're capable. And then, you know, on top of that, Jimmy, you look at the some of the Giants' games uh, so far. I thought there was just kind of some value with this team going forward. Uh, as far as you know, they played a lot of under teams. Tennessee's under team. They opened the season with them. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, played that game on Monday Night Football. Not so much last week. Uh, against Green Bay, but you know I think there's some value with this team going over the total uh, moving forward. Defense still uh, has some issues, not a lot of talent uh, on that side of the football. Meanwhile, Baltimore, to be quite honest, I haven't quite figured this team out from a defensive per, uh, perspective yet. Uh, they've looked really weak uh, from a defensive standpoint. I mean, 
That game against the Patriots, the Patriots went up and down the field. Obviously, they let the Buffalo Bills come back and beat them. And remember, that was the weather had a lot to do with that game, kind of kept right. the score down uh, in that Buffalo game. And, uh, you know, the week before that, uh, the, uh, the, the Miami game, uh, where the Dolphins put up a ton of points uh, in that fourth quarter. Now, they looked better uh, last week in division uh, against Cincinnati, but I'm just still not sold. They've lost. Uh, a lot of guys already from injury. This team's always uh, just kind of banged up. They lost the the safety from New Orleans. Uh, he's out. Uh, he gets banged up. Uh, I think dislocated his wrist uh, last week. They've already lost some guys from the defensive line. So uh, just not sold from this team from a defensive perspective. And you know, it, it's I, I tell you what. I, I think from a random uh, kind of variant standpoint, Lamar Jackson's one of the toughest guys to handicap. Uh, in the NFL because he can look so good and go up and down the field. And then you have games like last week where, I mean, he had some guys wide open in the he secondary. Missed, yeah. And he just misses yeah. them. And Cincinnati's got a great defense. So, you know, I look for him to be able to make those plays, complete those passes this week. Uh, I think he goes off and has a big game. I'm going to go over the total in this one as well. Yeah, Cincinnati, you talk about playing uh, uh, under teams. Cincinnati's a perfect 5-0 and to the yeah. under. Uh, this year, uh, the Ravens just—it's you got—we got to forget their branding. Uh, they just are not as good defensively as they usually are, and we don't have to talk about their Super Bowl year. But just—I mean—that's sort of been a constant for yeah. them. They've been pretty good on the defensive side, and it's sort of a risk-taking defense as well, giving up a lot of yards, giving a lot of points. Um, kind of middle of the road points-wise, seventeenth in the league, but number one in his interceptions. So they're kind of making things happen. Right. And that's where Lamar Jackson is also where, you know, like guys like Marquise Brown wanted out because he was so ineffective throwing the ball. Mm. You know, it wasn't conducive to wide receivers putting up numbers. He throws to his tight ends a lot. You know, the safe kind of plays right. uh, out of those RPOs and things like that. But, man, 14 touchdowns is a lot. Five interceptions is a lot. Mm-hmm. So we talk about same way as maybe uh, – a Trubisky to pick it. Lamar Jackson is taking his shots. Right. You know, he's making plays and he is making mistakes, which is conducive uh, to the over as well. You got two overs, though, ER. 60% under to that point. You getting some buy low spots, you think, here? Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's it, it's interesting because, and, and quite honestly, first of all, all, all that profit is really division unders. You know, where it's been non-division, it's been 50-50 so far. So trying to stay away a little bit if I'm going over uh, with division ones. So maybe there's a little bit of value uh, that way. But, no, it's been tough. I mean, uh, from an NFL's total standpoint, I've I've probably had one of my worst years uh, ever so far. And a lot of that has been playing some overs. Um, It just hasn't worked out for some of these teams. You mentioned Cincinnati uh, 0-5. I've shared a few of them. Uh, definitely here on the, on the podcast, Jimmy. But, you know, I feel, you know, you still got to kind of go where you feel like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's value at. And, you know, these are low totals uh, for the NFL. Remember, this is a league that uh, really wants to score, likes to score. You know, it, it it's a little bit interesting this year because I feel like we, we really have had a lot of division games early in the season. Um, and, you know, some of these teams opened up three straight division games, et cetera. Saints uh, did. Yeah, so that's you know that's kept the, the, the scoring down a little bit. Obviously, uh, when the season starts, scoring can be down uh, a little bit. I think there's some other things as well. So I would expect it to at least get back to you know middle ground where the average game is 46 
anyway. But yeah, certainly defenses have, have changed a little bit. Trying to stay away uh, from defenses, uh, you know, that too high shell that, that play a lot of that. So uh, we'll see. But but uh, you know, try to pick on some uh, overs here. League has a way of making things happen. So when they're vulnerable on how they handle the Tua thing, well, check out some of the penalties that were called this past week. When they're not getting enough points, well, uh, let's see if there are more interference and illegal contact uh, penalties that are called. ER's top three picks in the NFL this week. Again, uh, Miami plus three and a half at home against Minnesota. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay over 43 and a half. And another over, Giants and Baltimore over 44 and a half. For Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.